Welcome to Zichur Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Avram Goldhai, and today we're Masechus Psachim Daf Kuf Zayin, the tenth parak, Arvi Psachim. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one: Once when the Meimar was traveling, he was offered Shechar date beer to use for Havdalah because there was no wine available. He declined and not wine deep before Havdalah went to bed fasting. The next day, his hosts exerted themselves to find wine. He made Havdalah and ate. The next year, he returned to the same place and was again offered beer for Havdalah because there was no wine. He said, If so, beer is the wine of the province. He said, And he tasted some food. The Rashbam explains that a memor meant that because wine was regularly unavailable there, beer was the local equivalent and therefore suitable for Havdalah. The Gemara discusses the suitability of several types of beer for Kiddush and Havdalah and brings some incidents about the ill effects that occurred after drinking some date beer. Pointing to the Gemara Duff Kuf base taught that anyone who recites a bracha over a kos shal bracha, such as Kiddush, Havdalah, Birchaz, and Mazun, one must taste some of the wine. Here the Gemara cites a price that quotes a dispute about this. The Tanakhama says, Matemis yain koshu, for the tasting of the wine, vakosh shalbracha, any amount suffices. Rabbi Yossi bar Yehuda Omer, Mali Lugma. Rabbi Yossi bar Yehuda says, a cheekful must be consumed. The Gemara cites another price that supports the second view. And point number three, the Gemara seeks to clarify the mission which taught that one may not eat under Pesach, Samocha Mincha, close to Mincha. Samachim mincha gadolatanan, or dilma samachim mincha katanatanan? Does the Mishnah state close to mincha gadol, or does the Mishnah state close to mincha katana? Rashbam explains that mincha gadol, literally the greater mincha, is six and a half hours into the day, which, as we learn in the afternoon, is the earliest time to bring the afternoon carbon tamid. And mincha katana, literally the lesser mincha, begins three and a half hours after midday, which is the latest time for the afternoon service of the tamid to be completed. The Gemara explains that this issue revolves around the reason for the prohibition against eating close to mincha. Is it because meal and mincha gadol could be drawn out and cause a person to not bring the carbon pesach, which must be brought that afternoon? Or is it because a later meal of mincha katana could cause a person to eat the matzah that night in a manner of the chilogasa, excessive consumption? Rashbam explains that a chilogasa is not halachically considered eating. The Gemara proves more brisa that Samachu Mincha Katana The Mishnah states that one may not eat on Arab Pesach close to Mincha Katana. So once again, the three points are number one. Once when a Meimar was traveling, he was offered Sheikhar, date beer to use for Abdallah because there was no wine available. He declined and not wanting to eat before Abdallah, went to bed fasting. The next day, his hosts exerted themselves to find wine. He made Abdallah and he ate. The next year, he returned to the same place and was again offered beer for Abdallah because there was no wine. He said, Ihochi Chamer Medinu. If so, beer is the wine of the province. Avdil v'tamid, he said, Avdallah, and he tasted some food. The Rashbam explains that Amemar meant that because wine was regularly unavailable there, beer was the local equivalent and therefore suitable for Avdallah. The Gemara cites the suitability of several types of beer for Kiddush and Avdallah and brings some incidents about the ill effects that occurred after drinking some date beer. Point number two, the Gemara in Duff Kuf Hei Amad Beis taught that anyone who recites a bracha over a kos shal bracha, such as Kiddush, Avdallah, or Birchaz Amazon, one must taste some of the wine. Here the Gemara says a brisa that quotes a dispute about this. The Tanakhama holds matamas yain koshu. For the tasting of the wine of a kosher bracha, any amount suffices. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda Omer Mali Lugma. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda says a cheekful must be consumed. The Gemara cites another brisa that supports the second view. And point number three, the Gemara seeks to clarify the mission which taught that one may not eat under Pesach Samachu Mincha, Kosa Mincha. Does the Mishnah say Kosa Mincha Gedola? Or does the Mishnah state Kosa Mincha Katan? The Rajbam explains that Mincha Gedola, literally the greater Mincha, is six and a half hours into the day, which as we learn in Dafnun Chetz Amadav, is the earliest time to bring the afternoon carbon Tamid. And Mincha Katana, literally the lesser Mincha, begins three and a half hours after midday, which is the latest time for the afternoon service of the Tamid to be completed. 
So Gemara explains that this issue revolves around the reason for the prohibition against eating close to Mincha. Is it because a meal at Mincha Gadoa could be drawn out and cause a person to not bring the carbon Pesach, which must be brought that afternoon? Or is it because a later meal at Mincha Katana could cause the person to eat the matzah that night in a manner of Echil Gasa, excessive consumption? And Rosh Hashanah explains that Echil Gasa is not halachically considered eating. So Gemara proves more bright that Samach Mincha Katana Tana. The Mishnah states that one may not eat on Arab Pesach close to Mincha Katana. All right, so now we go to our Simvadav Kuvzain, and this one was suggested to us by Baruch from Baltimore and Kobe Melkin from Yushalayim, who both suggested Kuvzain is couscous, the dish of small steamed balls of semolina that is usually served with a stew. So couscous is the same. So here it goes. The lavish couscous dish prepared from Lava Malka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given date beer for Havdalah and told to make sure he had a cheek full and who was now in such pain that he couldn't even dream of eating Arab Pesach close to Mincha Katana. Once again, in slow motion. The lavish couscous dish. Couscous dish? That must be one duff. Kuvzayin. The lavish couscous dish prepared from Lava Malka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given date for Havdalah which reminds us of the incident of a member traveling being given date for Abdullah, not wanting to make Abdullah anything but wine, went to bed fasting. When it happened again the second year, he said, If so, beer is the wine of the province. He said Abdullah and he tasted some food. Rashbam explains that a member meant that because wine was regularly unavailable there, beer was the local equivalent and therefore suitable for Abdullah. And the Gemara discusses the suitability of several types of beer for Kiddush and Abdullah and brings some incidents about the ill effects that occurred after drinking some date beer. So the lavish couscous dish prepared from the Lava Malka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given date beer for Abdallah and told to make sure he had a cheek full, which reminds us, says the Malchogas, how much wine must be tasted when making a bracha over a kos shal bracha, such as Kiddush, Abdallah, and Birch Zamazun. The Tanakhama says a koshu, and Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudah says a cheek full, a mali lugmo. Another brace is brought that supports the second opinion. So the lavish couscous dish prepared for Mola Malka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given date beer for Havdalah and told to make sure he had a cheek full and who was now in such pain that he couldn't even dream of eating Arab Pesach close to Mincha Katana. Which reminds us it was a question when the Mishnah said that one should not eat Arab Pesach Samach Mincha was that referring to Mincha Gadol or Mincha Katana? The Gemara explains that this issue revolves around the reason for the prohibition against eating close to Mincha. Is it because a meal at Mincha Kedol could be drawn out and cause a person to not bring the carbon Pesach, which must be brought that afternoon? Or is it because a later meal at Mincha Katana could cause a person to eat the matzah that night in a manner of Achila Gasa, excessive consumption? And the Rajbam explains that Achila Gasa is not halachically considered eating. The Gemara proves more bright so that Samach Mincha Katana Tanan. The Mishnah states that one may not eat on Arab Pesach close to Mincha Katana. So once again, the lavish couscous dish prepared from Malamalka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given date beer for Habdallah and told to make sure he had a cheek full and who was now in such pain that he couldn't even dream of eating Arab Pesach close to Mincha Katana. All right, so now it's time for our four blah back Chazar. Daf Kuf Gimel. So the symbol Kuf Gimel is Yerushalmi Kugel. So here goes. The award-winning Yaknehaz Yerushalmi Kugel. Yerushalmi Kugel. That must be wrong, Daf Kuf Gimel. The award-winning Yaknahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, which reminds us that Rav says the order of the Barachas when Motsu Shabbos is a Yantav, when no Shechianu is said, is Yan Kiddush Ner Havdalah. The Rashbam explains that Rav holds Kiddush Zayom Adifa Mahavdalah, that being Makadish a new holy day is inherently more significant than escorting a departing one with Havdalah. 
Alternatively, the one who first recites Havdalah makes it appear as if he's in a rush to rid himself of Shabbos. Shmuel says, Yainer Havdalah Kiddush. The Rashmam explains that Shmuel holds that Havdalah should precede Kiddush. He mentions the Mashal that more brings later on of Lamelk Shiyotze, Vafarkavus Nichnas, to a departing king and arriving duke. First one escorts the king, which in our case is Shabbos through Havdalah, and then greets the duke, which is Yantav, through Kiddush. The Gemara cites several more opinions about the order in which these brachas should be said. Abai and Rava, as explained by the Rajbam, agree with Rav's opinion, but disagree where to insert Zman, the brach of Shechianu, when it also is to be said. Abai says, Yain Kiddush Ner Zman Habdallah, and Rava says, Yak Nahaz, Yain Kiddush Ner Habdallah and Zman. So the award-winning Yak Nahaz Yershami Kugel presented in honor of the departing king who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, which reminds us, Amemer Marzut and Ravashi were once eating a meal together. Amemer said the bracha of each time he drank another cup of wine. Marzutra said the bracha once over the first cup he drank, and a second time over the cup he said Birchaz Amazan over, and Ravashi only said the bracha over the first cup he drank. Amemar explained that each time he drank a cup, he decided it would be his last, but then changed his mind. Marzutra explained, Marzutra explained that he held like the Talmudim of Rav, who maintained that merely declaring one's intention to say Birchaz Amazan makes it forbidden to drink before saying a new bracha Rishona. Ravashi explained that he disagreed with the Talmudim of Rav. So the award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, had seven distinctions in its shape and flavor. Which reminds us, when Rav began reciting Havdal, he said, Hamavdil ben Kodesh ben Oro Choshech ben Yisrael Amim ben Yom Hashvi When Yaakov Bar Adav heard him, he asked him why he said all of them. When Rav said the name of Rav, that Rav Yudah Nasi would only say, Hamavdil ben Kodesh Rav explained that he holds like Rebbe Gazer in the name of Rav Hoshia, who said that the lowest number of separations that one may mention of Abdallah is three, and the highest number is seven. When Rav Yaakov Bar Abba counted that Rav said neither three or seven, Rav answered that the fourth separation of Ben Yom HaShvi does not count towards his Torah because it's Me'en HaChasima. It's similar to the Brachas. Conclusion. Daf Kuftalot. So the similar Daf Kuftalot is code. Code. So here goes. The Kohen who discovered the secret code. Code. That must be more on Daf Kuftalot. The Kohen who discovered the secret code that was hidden in the last clause of Avdallah before the Bracha, which reminds us, reviewed is said in the name of Shmuel, HaMavdil Tzavashi Yomer Me'in Chasima, Sama Chasima. So one recites, Avdallah must recite in the body of the Bracha near its conclusion, a clause similar to the Bracha's conclusion, but the people of Pumadisa say, Me'in Pesicha San, Sama Chasima San. He must recite near its conclusion, a clause similar to the Bracha's opening words. The Gemara asks what the Nafkamina is between the two, and the answer is it's the case of Yantav that falls after Shabbos, where the Chasima of the Bracha is, Ben Kodesh or Kodesh. According to the one who holds Me'en Pesich nothing particular needs to be added, whereas according to the one who holds Me'en Chasimasan, one is required to say the additional words of Ben Kedush Shabbos and Kedush Yantav Hivdalta. Between the Kedush of Shabbos and the Kedush of Yantav, you have separated. So the Kohen who discovered the secret code that was hidden in the last clause of Havdal before the Bracha realized it was a message for him to separate from his friend Levi. Which reminds us, Rabbi Shubin Levi said, that one who recites Havdal must state separations that are similar to the separations mentioned in the Torah itself. But the Gemara challenges this based on a price that teaches that with Havdal, one says, HaMavdil ben Kodesh al-Chob ben Orl Choshek ben Yisrael Amin ben Yom HaShvi, Rosheshe Zimei HaMasa ben Tamil HaTar ben Yom HaChobrab between the sea and the land, ben Maim Elyonim and Maim HaTachtonim ben Kohanim Levim Yisraelim. Now, if Havdal can only include separations that were mentioned in the Torah, we don't find Havdal mentioned in reference to the between the sea and the land. So the Gemara answer is that that clause was an error, and in order to have the requisite seven separations, 
the cause of Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim is a combination of two things. It refers to a separation between Levim and Yisraelim, as it's written, At that time, Hashem separated Shevet Alevi, and it also refers to a further separation between Kohanim and Levim, as it's written, The sons of Amram, Aaron and Moshe, and Aaron were separated to sanctify him as a holy of holies, he and his children. So the Kohen who discovered the secret code that was hidden in the last clause of Abdullah before the Baraka realized it was a message for him to separate from his friend Levi and to only say Baruch is that day where the word Baruch is not recited both at the beginning and at the end. Which reminds us, Abraissa teaches that a Baruch must generally contain the word Baruch once at the beginning and again at the end. Exceptions to this rule are Birchus of Mitzvahs, Birchus of Peros, a bracha smuchel chaverta, a bracha that immediately follows another one which does not begin with baruch. The Rajbam gives the brachas of Shmuel Esri as an example and indicates that such groups of brachas are considered like one bracha. And the bracha chron should be kriyashma, and the bracha that follows kriyashma, which does not begin with baruch. Rajbam explains that this bracha is considered to immediately follow the bracha that preceded kriyashma, because one may not interrupt between kriyashma and the bracha that follows it. Daf Kufhei. So the Simmer Daf Kufhei is a Russian hacker. So here goes. The Russian hacker, Russian hacker, that must be more in Duff, Kufay. The Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time for Kiddush came Friday night, which reminds of Rav Hananya Bar Shalemya and the Talmudim of Rav, were eating a meal on Arab Shabbos and Rav Hamnuna was serving them. They asked him to check if Shabbos had begun because if it had, they would remove the table and return it specifically for Shabbos to distinguish the Shabbos meal from the weekday one. He told them, based on a statement of Rav, there's no need to do that because Shabbat Kavanasha. Shabbos establishes itself. The Rosh explains that the remainder of the meal would be distinct from its beginning even if the table is left in place because one interrupts his meal to say Kiddush as soon as Shabbos begins due to the prohibition against eating before Kiddush. Rav Amram adds in the name of Rav, the Kiddush Kovas, Kovas. The advent of Shabbos establishes itself with respect to Kiddush, but the departure of Shabbos does not establish itself for Havdalah, meaning one must interrupt the meal to say Kiddush at the beginning of Shabbos, but one need not interrupt to say Havdalah at the end of Shabbos, even though it may not begin eating before Havdalah. So the Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time came for Kiddush Friday night and featured a day reminder for when he forgot to make Kiddush at night, which reminds us Rav Nachman by Yitzhak told Ravina that the sons of Rabbi Chia said, one who did not say Abdallah on Motsi Shabbos may say Abdallah through the following week. And we may have heard from this that similarly, someone who did not say Kiddush on Friday night may say Kiddush throughout the following day. Ravina challenged this based on a brace that says, Shabbos v'yontav ain't behem kedusha alkos, v'yesh behem hazgara, b'virchaz amazon. Shabbos v'yontav days, in contrast to Shabbos v'yontav nights, do not feature kiddush on a cup, but do feature mention of the specialness of the day in b'virchaz amazon. The Rashbam explains that the kiddush mentioned here refers to the bracha that proclaims the kedusha, the day. Rav Nachman Yitzhak answered, as explained by the Rashbam, that the brace is not discussing someone who failed to say kiddush at night, as the Chachamim required. So the Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time for Kiddush came Friday night and featured a day reminder for when he forgot to make Kiddush at night was known for his very late child shoes because Shabbos was no burden for him. Which reminds us, Ravina then challenged Rav Nachman by Yitzhak based on another bracelet which says, If one has limited food with which to honor Shabbos and he must choose between the honor of Shabbos day and the honor of Shabbos night, the honor of the day confers. Omer Kiddush But if he only has one cup of wine, 
he should say Kiddush on Friday night, which proclaims the sanctity of the day. Now, if Kiddush may be said during the day, why should he not leave the cup until the next day? And use it then for Kiddush and to honor the day. Rav Nachum Yitzchak answered that Kiddush is said at night and not delayed because Bashaita Chaviva Mitzvah, a mitzvah is precious in his time. He went on to explain that unlike Kiddush, Havdalah is delayed if there's some benefit to doing so. Because with respect to bringing the day of Shabbos, the earlier we do it, the better, and we thus demonstrate our Chavivas for it. But with respect to escorting the day out, we delay it so it will not appear to be a burden for us. Daf Kuvav. So the simmer Daf Kuvav is a tightrope walker walking on a fine line. So here goes. The tightrope walker whose act featured making Kiddush Rabbah on the high wire and then staying there until Tuesday afternoon to make Havdalah got booed by the crowd when he messed up one time and tasted the food before making Kiddush. Once again in slow motion. The tightrope walker, tightrope walker, that must be on Duff, Kuf Vav, Kav, Line. The tightrope walker whose act featured making Kiddush Rabbah on the high wire, which reminds us of the story of Ravashi visiting Machosin trying to figure out what to do when they told him Shabbos Day to make Kiddush Rabbah. He ended up dragging out the Bori Pirgafen to see if anybody would be impatient and drink, and indeed, an elderly man started. Ravashi applied to himself the Pasuk, Achacham Eina Barosho, the wise man has his eyes in his head, meaning he has foresight. The Roshbam explains that they called it the great Kiddush, Kiddush Rabbah, because it's the bracha which is recited whenever Kiddush is recited. So the tightrope walker, whose act featured making Kiddush rub on the high wire, and then staying there until Tuesday afternoon to make Havdalah, which reminds the sons of Rabbi Chiyah say, One who did not say Havdalah, Motzi Shabbos, may say Havdalah throughout the following week. Rabbi Zera explained, Ad until the fourth day, meaning up to and not including Tuesday night. So this ruling is similar to a ruling with respect to a get. The first three weekdays are called after Shabbos, and the last three weekdays are called before Shabbos. Rashbam explains that this would be relevant for someone who gives a get and stipulates that he has given 200 zoos after or before Shabbos. If he said after Shabbos, the get would only be valid if she gives him the money prior to Tuesday night. So the tightrope walker whose act featured making Kiddush Rabbah on the high wire and then staying there until Tuesday afternoon to make Havdalah got booed by the crowd when he messed up one time and tasted the food before making Kiddush. Which reminds the Malchokas of one taste of food before making Kiddush or Havdalah. Rav Huna says, in the name of Rav, Tam Enam Kaddish. After one taste of food, he may not say Kiddush. Rashbam explains that he should not say Kiddush on Friday night, but he should say it the next day before the meal. This would seem to be a penalty imposed by the Rabban for eating prior to Kiddush. Rav says the final halacha is that one does say Kiddush and Havdalah. Alright, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions, plus 3 bonus questions from Masechus Barakas, Shabbos, and Erevin. Number 1. Which stuff you learn that when Mishnah forbids eating close to Mincha Erev Pesach is referring to Mincha Katana so that one does not come to eat the matzah as an Echilos Gasa, that's on Daf? Kubzain. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we learn there are four exceptions to the general rule that Barachas must contain Baruch at the beginning and at the end, that's on Daf? Kubzain. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we learn the rubble holds that if one tasted food prior to making Kiddush Friday night, they should not say it, but they should say it Shabbos Day. That's on Duff. Kuvav. Good. Number four. Which of the one that two of the seven Havdalahs mentioned in the Torah that are part of Havdalah is a Havdal between Levim and Yisraelim and between Levim and Kohanim? That's on Duff. Kuvdal. Good. Number five. Which stuff do we have in the Chokas Tanakam whether a kosher brach requires that one just taste a koshu or one needs to drink a malilugma, a cheekful? That's on Duff. Kuvzain. Good number six. Which stuff do you learn that one only had one cup of wine? He says Kiddush at night because Chaviv Mitzvah Shaita, whereas we delay Havdalah so Shabbos does not appear like a burden. That's on Daf. 
Kuf Hey. Good number seven. Which stuff when the Rav said the who said in that the lower number of separations in Abdullah is three and the highest number is seven. That's on Daf. Kuf Kimol. Good number eight. Which stuff when the Ramaymar determined that Sheikhar Dapir was the Khamar Medina of the place he visited since wine wasn't regularly available. That's on Daf. Kuf Zayin. Good number nine. Which stuff when the one has until Tuesday night to make Abdullah. That's on Daf. Kuvav. Good number 10. Which stuff do we have in Malkogs? Where Rav says, the brachas of Kiddush precede Havdal, or Motsi Shabbos is a Yantav. Where Shmuel says, saying Havdal comes before Kiddush. That's on Daf. Kuv Gimel. Good. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which stuff do we have in Malkogs regarding how to move a corpse out of the sun? That's on Daf. Mem Gimel and Shabbos. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we discuss what to do if Alechi is four Amos wide? That's on Daf. Hey, Nerevan. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we have Malchus regarding when a meal is considered over? That's on Duff. Membase and Brachas. Excellent. All right. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ramgold and Zikr wishing you a great day and great learning.